This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Hey, life's a risk, carnal. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I do a great impression of a hot dog. Billy likes to drink soda. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! Come on, seriously, who is that? I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. Looks <laughs> like we're almost out of beer. What's up, everybody? Or what's up, watchers, right? I don't know. Is that what we're calling our our people? Dude, it sounded good to me. I, I, I like calling them the watchers. Right. What are you watching out there? <laughs> this is one of your hosts, Lucky the Dork Dad. And with me today is Mr. Joe Martinez. And this is Now Watch This. What's going on, everybody? Lucky, what is going on, man? What have you been up to this week? What uh, have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've been watching uh, a lot of things here and there. A lot of things I need to watch. Falcon and Winter Soldier, man, just um, just ended. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, yeah. You know I, I did. Because it's almost... It's a good and bad. It's a disappointment watching. It's you got to watch it now because it's, if not, it's going to get spoiled today or tomorrow, and you can't wait that long. Yes. I tried. I've been working nights this week, as you know. That's why we didn't record last week. And, uh, yeah, I'm trying to stay off social media until until I watched it. So I finally got to watch that. I still need to watch Invincible and uh, Mortal Kombat, man. Have you watched that yet? I did. I actually watched uh, Mortal Kombat before we got on tonight, man, and and uh, I got some things to say, but I, I'll let you watch it first. Uh, yeah, I haven't uh, watched it yet. I, was waiting I would for say my if boys. you're a fan of the game, uh, you might be a fan of the movie. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm trying not to look at anything right now, but uh, I did. Um, I'm waiting for my boys. Uh, my oldest is is out tonight. He's he went out and. Uh, that's why I'm here with you, man. We're recording, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. We uh, they get older and we get dish, and uh, that's why us dork dads got to stick together. Hell yeah! So we're thinking. Uh, well, hopefully, you guys caught our our first episode, Godzilla vs Kong, was our very first episode. Now watch this, and you know we're gonna do new release movies, but we also want to do some older stuff. Maybe uh, some themed episodes. And one thing me and Joe talked about, we're talking about, um, you know, baseball season just started. And we're here recently. So why not talk about some baseball stuff? Maybe um, maybe talk about some of our favorite movies. I mean, I don't I put together uh, somewhat of a list. I don't know about you, but uh, what what are what are some of your favorite baseball movies out there, Joe? Oh, baseball movies. Movies in general are really one of my favorite type of movies. I I can watch almost any baseball movie, um, you know, except I, I, I'm i sorry. I can't go back to the 30s and 40s and watch those, uh, those old black and whites. Uh, I can't go back that far. But, man, going back to being a kid and, and watching movies like The Natural. And um, I remember watching this one about the Negro League called Soul of the Game. That actually uh, came came out on HBO Max and and that one man that one was was really really good and and it's uh it's out there now 
Um, there's a lot of these movies that baseball can can hit every one of your emotions, man. There's movies out there that are make you laugh. There's movies out there that are make you cry. Baseball can touch them all. Now, I like I like baseball. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite sports. I would say that that resides with the football, American football. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, my kids did play when they were little. Um, they kind of grew out of it. But uh, your son plays baseball, right? My uh, my oldest boy plays baseball. My youngest played, and uh, he got out of it when he was about 10 years old. Um, my daughter, who is uh, seven now, she's actually playing softball. My oldest, though, since the kid was three, man, he's been he's been playing in it. It's been crazy because uh, I can't explain a lot of it. He picks it up, and he does very well. So there's some kind of formula to it. You know, kid works hard. He's a good kid, and... He's very, very, very competitive. So, you know, he likes to be up there. Last night he had a he had a, a really big game, and it's been a good season for him and his varsity team at East Central, and they're in the playoffs. But they got uh, two more where we'll be going to your neck of the woods to go see you guys. <laughs> You're playing my my kids' school, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, my kids don't play. You know, like I said, they played when they were little. That's one thing. I've, I never tried to force sports on them, but um, I wanted them to at least try it because I grew up playing football, you know, when I was really little. Started with flag football and all the way up to high school. But um, I think just getting kids involved in, like, a team sport, especially nowadays because kids are, like, so socially awkward now. Um, you know, they're always yes. on their phone. They just text. They don't really interact physically. So I believe in team sports um, 100%, you know. Get that interaction, you know, that camaraderie. So I'm definitely for it. Um, like I said, my kids fell off of it. It, it just it just didn't hit with them. But, you know, my son went on to, to be in the band and, you know, that's sort of a team as well. So Yeah. So it, yeah, it's all good. Say it's, uh, it's any kind of team activity that they can be doing. Like, uh, uh, I'm going to have to get pointers to you, from you, I think, because – well, my daughter is playing softball right now. My daughter uh, cheered earlier in the year, and that's really what she's into. Like, she, she's, you know, I saw that you had your daughter in dance and doing a dance competition. Now, I know that gets expensive, but uh, yeah, I, I might be on that track. Yeah, um, you know, like that as well. My daughter did t-ball, <laughs> um, but then that same year, uh, she was introduced to dance, and... Um, you know, she's been with she'd been doing it since she was five years old. She's what fifteen now. Um, yeah, and that and that goes on. I I can even though it's pretty much individual, she does do some solos, but she does. Uh, she's on a competition team, and they do they do do team dances and stuff. So that that's still, I believe, you know, it it's still part of a team, and you get that interaction, yeah. which kids need these nowadays. I think. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you and that's what i think in in our in our show that we're gonna do here is uh i know we're gonna talk about movies a lot and and talk about our favorite things and that sort of nature but we're both dads and we're gonna hit it from that perspective too and uh you know it's uh the second part of it is is the first part of it is dorks which we are (laughs) but uh the second part of it is dead so uh you know i i think you're gonna hear a lot of that and and for other uh fathers out there or or mothers you know, it would be something that they can relate to. 
parenting we're all you know struggling through it <laughs> absolutely but okay back to baseball we're, we're talking about baseball yeah. Like I said, I, I put together, or when we started talking about, hey, let's do a baseball episode, you started spitting uh, movies at me. You said uh, 61, 42, and I was, you know, I was like, yeah. And then in my head, I was like, I haven't seen any of those. No. <laughs> um, uh, like I said, I, I like baseball. I like baseball movies, but maybe I'm more of a kid, and uh, I gravitate towards more of the... The kitty baseball movies and um, maybe some of the comedies. Cause Dude, we're all there for Rookie of the Year, man. We oh, are all there for Rookie of the Year. Funky butt loving, you know? You can't forget that, man. <laughs> of course, that, that's on my list. Well, let's, 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 let's go for your list and let's uh, talk about it a little bit. Okay, since mine more uh, kitty and comedy... Um, I think the one that started off for me, I remember watching this movie when I was little, is the original Bad News Bears. Yes. With Walter yes. Matthau, yes. you know? Uh, the the first one was great, man. And then, um, and if they, you remember in the second one, they came to Houston, which, yeah. you know, it's right down the road from us. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but it wasn't Walter Matthau. It was some other guy. I forget the actor's name. Um. And then there, wasn't there one where like they went to Japan or something? Oh yeah, I, I never, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I saw parts of that one, but uh, the one where they try to get to the Astrodome, that was the one for me. But uh, I, I still quote that movie to this day, man. Like uh, um, little things like, okay, they had the two little Mexican kids in there, and <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, like man, that's. Those are my cousins. I've seen them. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, uh, I, I remember uh, talking about Kelly Leak and the one kid goes, Es un bandido. <laughs> and I say that shit to this day, man. Yeah, yeah man. I, that's that's one of my favorites. You know, And it's a great movie. Yeah. And just Even as a young kid, you, it's one of the first movies I heard, like kids cuss and stuff. And it's like, oh, man, I love this movie. <laughs> oh dude and as a as a short kid you know we can all relate um uh to what's his name was it tanner uh like uh he's like you thought the whole eighth grade <laughs> <laughs> but uh i dude, i i, I love the bad news bears and then one of the things is at the end of bad news bears like i'm i don't know if people will remember it as much but at the end of bad news bears they lose they don't win the championship game, yeah. you know. They 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 lose at the end, and it was one of those things that always uh, kind of set with you. Is like um, you're not always going to win, you know. And kids nowadays, you know, they don't see that in the movies. You know, you're, it's always you always win at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I kind of like that because, like, you know, not everybody gets a trophy, not everybody wins. You know, I like that part of it. No, they get the little trophy, man. And then the one kid that don't don't speak much, he comes and he throws the team and he throws it at the other team and tells them to stuff it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was great, man. That was great. You see the the bad parenting in, in, in the uh in the middle of it where the dad comes out and and I'm telling you, dude, as a baseball parent, I don't know how many times I've seen shit like that go down. And it's at the youngest of ages. It's like, come on, dude, come yeah. on. I didn't really catch the um, 
and the remake with Billy Bob Thornton. Well, I think I did see it, but I mean, I don't think it was very good. No, one of the things I remember, um, I loved part two about was the let them play at the end. So they come out to the Astrodome and the game's supposed to end, but they still have time to play and they come out and they, uh, you know, new coach. God damn, I forget. But new coach, Kelly Leak's real dad comes out and he's like, let them play. Let them play. And then players from the Astros at the time come out and they're saying, let them play. And it's in the Astrodome, which, like I said, you know, that's uh, close to home. So that always was, was a good part for me. Right. Here's one. I don't know if you know. It's kind of similar. Uh, it's about a kid's baseball team. But have you ever seen the movie Hardball? That is one of the ones that I haven't seen. That's the one with Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah, man. And that one's got that one that one scene at the end, though, right? Yeah. Or, or or somewhere in the movie that's that that's pretty uh, that hits home. Uh, it's it's um, not just spoilers. I mean, it's an old movie, but spoilers. But yeah. it's real sad. Cause, um, <laughs> it's real sad at near the end. But it was sort of a similar story. You got this uh, pretty much a, this deadbeat guy, this Ken Reeves. He's he. Uh, He's gambling away all his money, and he gets forced into coaching this this um, this inner city. I think it's Chicago inner city uh, baseball team, where you know these kids don't really know what they're doing. But uh, yeah, I mean, at one point it's kind of inspiring. You're like, oh, he's he's really getting to these kids, and I don't want to spoil it for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I've seen it. I, I haven't seen the movie. Seen the movie, sat down and watched it. But uh, I've seen the the clips from it, man. And uh, I believe uh, at one point, you know, uh, Keanu's out there singing "Big Papa." So yeah, I can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, the, they have a picture, and like the only way he can focus is if he's listening to uh, Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great movie. It's a sad movie. Definitely need to watch that. So, uh, Dude, I will put it on my list. How about one on your list, man? We'll go back and forth. Well, I'm, I'm, I want to, you know, everyone's going to talk about the main ones. But uh, I want to talk about that, the one I brought up earlier, the uh, Soul of the Game. All right. And the it was about, really about, um, it was a movie about Jackie Robinson, but, but not necessarily about about uh, Jackie Robinson as the main guy, and it took it from another approach. It's uh, we've seen, you know, I don't know if you've seen Forty Two, but uh, that movie is is basically a biography on him. But but what this tells the story of is uh, the integration of Major League Baseball and how it started off, and it wasn't necessarily Jackie Robinson wasn't probably the best player as far as um, pitching wise. Or, or hitting wise uh, to go that you know Satchel Page was the best pitcher in, in all of baseball, which he came in the year after Jackie Robinson. But, but it had to be someone like Jackie Robinson that could take that kind of pressure that was going to happen um, to the first um, African American uh, player in uh, baseball. So seeing that and um, that movie, man, that 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 it. it Goes into the Negro League days and uh, talks about Josh Gibson, who, you know, everyone called the Black uh, Babe Ruth. But, um, you know, this dude hit, hit a bunch more, but he had some 
mental issues at the time, and, and that's what uh, maybe kept him back and never let him cross over. But it, it's really good, man, and it um, it starts with Willie Mays. So it it hits the history of the game a little bit more, and I, I like that side of it. I'm a history buff anyway, so. Nice, yeah. I got to put that one on my list, man. Like I said, I haven't seen a lot of the more serious baseball movies. <laughs> Um, you know that one's available on YouTube, so really? you can watch that one on YouTube. Yeah, definitely gotta check that out. What, another kid movie that I like for some reason. I mean, it's not even a, a great movie, but I just I enjoy watching it. Have you ever seen the Little Big League? Little Big League, man. I was thinking about that one, and I couldn't, um, I couldn't think of it, and I, I couldn't think of the name. Uh, especially when we start talking about uh, kids' movies type of uh, baseball, Little Big League was one of my favorites, man. Uh, when he starts talking in third in third person to his mom, <laughs> so uh, or when he's uh, doing the, the uh, press conference, it, it was it was just funny, man. It was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of unbelievable, but uh, that's what makes it fun, I think. You know, this little kid knows more about baseball than anybody in the league, pretty much. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I really enjoy that movie, man. When uh, he's trying to trade, well, he's trading that guy, and it's his favorite player, and he's like, I wouldn't even trade your baseball card, not for <laughs> two rookies. And, and uh, you know, the, the baseball player is played by uh, Alvin Mack, who... Uh, was well not Alvin Mack, but he's Alvin Mack in the program. Yes, uh, remember that movie? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was we like that football. He was like, um, "What am I supposed to tell my wife? That you like yeah. my baseball card?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was good. And um, I like when. Uh, oh man, I see. That's another movie that uh, me and my brother-in-laws we quote to this day. And uh, when he says uh, the the, base, the picture comes up to him, and he goes, uh, "I guess what I mean to say is, uh, you're not such the right boy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that bigger guy when he told him to get out, he was all mad at him. Yeah, and then he has um the guy I like in that movie is uh, uh, Jonathan Silverman, and yes. uh, he's a guy from uh, Weekend at Bernie's. Remember yeah. that guy? Yeah, that and and I want to say he's a pick or something in that movie and, and he's he's just funny um it has a guy from field of dreams in there uh timothy busfield yeah um he's uh he's the older player now and the good player and uh and uh he's in there and that dude i was like that, that's poindexter from revenge of the nerds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh we need to do that movie oh, oh hell yeah Part, Hi. part two <laughs> I used to watch religiously, but um yeah. <laughs> um did uh it was one of our first uh, purchases as a husband and wife. <laughs> oh we, yeah. we you know, we didn't have cable or nothing. We had a DVD player, we went out and got that one. Nice. Um one that's probably on a lot of people's lists, another kids movie, but Sandlot, right? That's a classic. Oh yeah, I think you. Uh, we all grew up watching Sandlot. I, I yeah. think they even played that in school sometimes. 
Yeah, but uh, that was one of my favorites, you're, man. You're, you're you know? Killing me, Smalls. Everybody knows that. Um, and, Wendy Peppercorn. Uh, I don't know if you knew, but I mean, a few years back when uh, we still had uh, Comic Cons, <laughs> um, the almost like the whole the whole team was here at at Alamo City Comic Con. No way. Yeah. Yeah. No. I remember they showed them. I think they went to a Spurs game, and like I remember seeing them like on the news or something. They're like, "Oh, look, the whole cast is at a Spurs game." <laughs> Man, but that that movie and that one, you know, it had a it had a Mexican hero and Benny the Jet. Yeah, Benny the and we Jet. all thought, you know, we're gonna put on our new shoes and run faster. <laughs> and that was it was a classic kids movie. It's, it's it's what we all liked. What got me was um, at the very end. Robbie Benson playing the Jet, the older Jet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I um, was like, what? Man. And it was another movie with uh, James Earl Jones yeah. in a baseball, James in a baseball man. movie. Yeah, we're we're coming full circle here. We're coming full circle. A lot of the same I'm telling you. Um, and that's another like all these baseball movies. Is, it's another movie that you can quote. And everyone uh, says forever. You can't say forever without forever. <laughs> so many quotes, so many quotes, so many memorable lines. Uh, memorable lines in that movie. <laughs> okay, and then so like I said, uh, baseball can hit all the fields. You know, it make you laugh, make you cry. Um, one of the baseball even has a love story out there, and I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Fever Pitch. No, <laughs> that's on my uh, list. That's on my list, yeah. man. With, uh, I, Drew Barrymore. I don't even know if it's a quote unquote baseball movie. I guess it is, but um, yeah, I love that movie, man. It is. Um, you know, it's done by the Fairley Brothers. That I, I like all their movies. No, excuse me. Um, going back to me, myself, and Irene, mm-hmm. and those type of movies. Um, you know, something about Mary. Yeah. Um, so I, I really like that movie, but what was crazy about it is it happens, and and I'm a Yankees fan, Lucky, and I hate the Red Sox, but <laughs> it's one of those movies that I'll tolerate, and and I, I really do love because it talks about the love of baseball and and how while he's falling in love with her, it's like you can fall in love with the game of baseball. And what's funny is like. Uh... They, they, I mean, they were they were making that movie before the Red Sox won, and I think they, they changed the ending because they won, and it just it made that yeah. movie so much more better. Yes, and, and that's what made it uh, special. And uh, I remember watching those games live and being like, "Oh my god, are you kidding me?" But at the same time, it's like uh, I, I like the way they went into all the Red Sox history and and you know. Uh, the curse of Bambino and how it affects them all and people from Boston and the way they talk and uh, Johnny Damon, you have the nicest ass and everyone's <laughs> laughing. <laughs> you know, the couple there that's been sharing their uh, seats, even though they've been uh, divorced for 20 years. Yep. <laughs> and it's his own little family there. Makes you wonder what, um, like because of all this whole pandemic, what, what those people are going through, you know, they're like, man, we're missing games and this and that. Yeah. It's, um, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's here in San Antonio. It's like, um, last year when everything shut down, 
everything shut down, but my son's schedule for his baseball, and, and I felt bad about it, and I kind of felt guilty, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't want him to miss out of any kind of opportunities and stuff like that, and they, they ended up playing a lot of baseball, but, you know, we never did it inside San Antonio. It'd always be like Kerrville and stuff like that. And, um, you know, you, you see a lot of it and people react like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if everything shut completely down. There's a little bit of it, um, everywhere, but I definitely miss like the big game feel like, um, the Super Bowl. It was kind of cool to see people there. Uh, I don't know if you're a wrestling fan, but, uh, WrestleMania, they had some people there, and, and they had a crowd there, so it's kind of cool to see that, but at the same time, um, it is it is a little bit like, uh, when's it just going to open back up? I know, it's like, you know, they're starting to let people in the stadiums, but, and was it, was it the opening of the Houston game? Where they're like, <laughs> <laughs> there was a full house, I was like, whoa, what's going no, on? Man. Yeah, I, well, I've seen Spurs are starting to let people back in as well. Yeah. But you still yeah, see so. people spread out. But I think it was the Houston game. Uh, the Astros, they were like, it was a full packed house. It was like, yeah. whoa, what's going on? But dude, we we've all we've been in those crowds before, right? Like yeah. you know, I've been in the Alamo Dome in a in a packed uh, SBC Center, and uh, or have you ever been to a Cowboys game? Oh, yeah. uh, go Cowboys! But uh, we've ever been to a Cowboys game. You know, those you're you're packed in there, you know. I know, and I don't know if it's just, and maybe it's weird. I guess I'm listening to myself say that, and I guess it's weird because, you know, a year ago, you know, we weren't, we wouldn't even think twice about it. And now, whenever you see a crowd, now everybody's like, "Ooh, whoa, shoot!" You know, dude, you know. ever you look into your like uh, Facebook memories or your your memories, your old pictures and stuff, and you're like, "Ooh, God." You know, we're just out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully we'll get back to that point. But I think, unfortunately, I think people are still going to be scared. And I don't know. Yeah. That's that's the world we live in now, I guess. Yeah. Hey, I just respect uh, everyone's decision. You know, they need us to wear a mask. They want us to wear a mask. We'll wear a mask. You know, please mask up. You know, take care of yourself. You know, but uh, just respect everybody, you know. Yeah, I I got one more one more left on my list, um, the not serious list. <laughs> um, another one that's a quotable movie. Um, I mean, I enjoy this movie a lot. Uh, a League of Their Own. Oh yes, <laughs> there's no crying in baseball. No crying in baseball. Tom Hanks, you know, another stellar. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. You know, you yeah. can't go wrong with Tom Hanks. And that's when he was on his run, man, of, of Oscar winner after Oscar winner. You know, he had Forrest Gump right in there, um, you know, Castaway almost right after. You know, he, he was he was hot. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I love that movie. And, you know, it's another one, you know, talking about uh, the history of baseball, history of women in baseball, and, you know, how they were just there just to make money while the men were at, at war. And, um you know, after they came back, they pretty much wanted them just to stop. But uh, homeboy kept them going as long as he could. Yeah, and it's it's a it's a good story, man. And you know, having a daughter, 
especially kind of, you know, makes you want to watch that. I, I tried to put it on for her the other day. Um, and, you know, she's still not at that age where she'll sit down and, and, and kind of focus on it with me. But, you know, um, I like watching that movie. I, 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 it hits right along those movies that were at that 13-year-old age for me, which I was going to the movies a lot and, you know, and, and watching those type of movies. So I, I remember watching that one a lot in the dollar theaters <laughs> and, and enjoying that. But, um, you know, it had a great cast. Gina Davis, you know, um, was, was killer as Dottie Ensign, you know. Uh, John Lovitz was in there, and yeah. you know, it, you know, it's another one that you can quote his ass for days. You know, you know all star cast, Madonna. I mean, come on, right, right. Ma- yeah, Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell together, and 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 you know, they were funny, and you know, Ma- Madonna didn't really make it about her, and you know, it had to be, you know, she played the part, and and you know, everyone. Everyone did so 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 good, and then you get into it at the end, you know, when uh, they have that, that thing, and it's, it was one of those movies too, where the team that you wanted to win didn't win at all at the end. So you know, it kind of shows you, and that's one of the great things about baseball. I think is you know, it's the great equalizer out there. It's uh, you know, it'll it'll teach you some lessons, yeah. build some character. Uh, you know, women in baseball. That it just it reminds me. Uh, I'm gonna share a story. Uh, yeah. When uh when we first started working where we work, <laughs> you know, trying to get get together with everybody. My son, I think he was like three at the time, and I invited invited some of my coworkers to, uh, you know, my son's birthday party, and we had a pinata there, right? And one of my uh, coworkers at the time. His daughter, who's probably like maybe a couple of years older than my son, and um, you know they they had never been to a party where there's a piñata, and you know, and this this little girl was just going at it. She was she was <laughs> swinging it, man. She was she was bringing the heat. And I told my coworker, I was like, man, you you guys have her in uh, in baseball or softball or anything? And they're like, no, no. I was like, bro, you need to you need to do something with that. She's she's got Think some skill it. right there. And um, and from from that point, I mean, I wasn't aware of it at the time, but uh, they did end up putting her in uh, in softball and stuff. And um, this coworker, he ended up moving on to another job and whatnot. But I did see him like a couple of years ago mm-hmm. uh, at the mall, and um, we're like, you know, hey, what's going on, this and that. And he told me about his daughter that uh. That she got a, a softball scholarship to whatever college and this and that. And he was like, man, uh, you know, I, I still remember, um, you know, at your son's birthday party, you told us, hey, you need to put her in <laughs> softball. And uh, he was like, man, I just want to thank you for that. And I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's, that's just awesome. crazy. Yeah. Dude, talk about maybe like uh your baseball experience, did you play when you were younger? Uh, um, any? I didn't. Like I said, I, I, was a, I was a fat kid growing up. <laughs> um, so the obvious uh, place was to play football, right? Put them on the, put them on the line. You know, just be fat kid. But, um, I, I fell in love with football. 
like I said, I played since, you know, I think eight, eight years old, uh, started flag and all the way up to high school, but you know, I, well, bro, we've seen, we've seen, um, bad news bears, you know, <laughs> uh, they're captured, man. Come on. You know? Oh, oh, in high school I was with it though. Um, I just, <laughs> I just didn't have the size, uh, then, you know, I, in, I played center in high school. And uh, yeah. even even the coaches would make fun of me. You know, be at practice, and be like, "Hey, Lucky, what, you need to stand up when you're in the huddle." And I'm like, "Come on, coach!" You know, because everybody <laughs> else, everybody else is taller than me. I was like, "Whatever, man." But, uh, no, my my high school coach called me Little Joe Cartwright, man. So <laughs> everyone's been calling me Little Joe since the beginning. <laughs> um, yeah, I think just growing up, I, I just never got into baseball, or maybe just I I wasn't exposed to it. Like like a lot of us, we had some of us had a a rough growing up. You know, we moved a lot. I was here, yeah. here California. I think one year I was like in diff- four different schools. Like, um, but bro, so California. That's why you like the bad news bears, you know. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it is what it is. But uh, like I said, I enjoy baseball. Uh, but I like to see it live. I, it's hard for me to watch baseball on TV, but uh, mm-hmm. I have no, to, no, I have no. to be at the game, you know. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand, man. Like uh, even for my son or myself, it's like we watch. You know, we'll watch some of the highlight shows, uh, but to to watch, especially MLB baseball, like college baseball, is a little bit more exciting. Um, but to watch the whole game, you know, I usually don't get that involved until September or October when the when the playoffs get ready to start. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah. Like uh, September, October, when the playoffs get ready to start, that's when I get, when I can get more into it and, and, and watch the whole game, especially in the playoffs because it, it's, it's such a short window, but you know, um, for baseball movies, I've always been, been kind of into them and it's, you know, I got a chance to play when I was younger. I stopped playing when I was about eleven or twelve because uh, I saw a kid take a take a ball to the head, and mm. I was like, oh, "I'm done, thank you." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I got scared, and, and and I was able to get get out of it. And at the same time, you know, uh, like you, there's a lot of moving around, and you know, then it was only my mom around, so. Uh, it was hard to get involved, but I, I had an uncle that would get me involved, and then I could play a little bit too. So I had a coach that would, uh, if I if I showed up and signed up, then you know he'd take care of like the fees and everything like that. And every and I got to play a little bit, but again at the same time, it you know didn't want to be a burden. So you know it was kind of hard to get uh, involved in something like that. So um, you know when I had kids and when my kids got involved, you know, um, it was something that I knew we wanted to get involved with, but it wasn't something that I thought would take over our lives kind of the way it did. And it really does. And and it really did. And, you know, it's, you know, credit to him is, is that, you know, he, um, he picked it up really well and he became a kid that, that wanted to do it. And, for the longest time, it's like uh, I've always told him is you can do whatever you want. You know, if you want to play, you can play. If you don't want to play, you can't. You don't have to. You know, it's nothing like that. 
and um, he's always wanted to, and it's, you know, if he's not tired, I can't be tired, so, you know, yep. even when I started working at Toyota, you know, it's like, try to keep up with that, and try to keep up with uh, with what he's doing, and, and it, it's it's been a fun ride, and it's opened a lot of doors, and it's still opening doors for him, um, but dude, it's it's been very consuming now. I um, try to stay in it as much as I can now because I know, you know, he's 16 years old and and the time is coming where, uh, uh, you know, he's going to, uh, you know, move away or go do his thing and it's, you know, not going to be available for me anymore. So I try to take as much advantage as I can and, and try to attend as much as I can and do as much as I can. And it's fun. Yeah, you got to support him, man. I'm just uh, I'm just happy to hear that you know he did, he's really interested in something. That's, yeah, and yeah, that, and that's, that, that's the, the key. Man. That's the key. Find something that they want to do. You know. Yeah, and you know, so much stuff is available for them now that definitely opportunities that we didn't have. You know, right. you know. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. You know, I, I tell them, thank God they didn't have. Uh, Phone cameras back then, because you know we would have caught doing some shit. Uh, yeah, they say uh, like us. They grew up in the in the nineties and stuff. They're like, you know, we've done a lot of crazy stuff, and there's no proof of it. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, not like kids nowadays. Yeah, everybody's one of those things is good and bad. Everybody's got a video camera in their hand. 24-7, you know. They're connected. All right. So, baseball movies. What You got anything else before we uh, get into what we're going to get into? I, I got a couple more, and, and I, well, I'll just say um, Major League. Yeah, Major, Major League, League. Absolutely, man. One of the best. Wow, uh, thing. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that one's totally quotable. Uh, it spawned two sequels, and you know, while the second one wasn't as good, I really, really enjoyed the third one as well. You know, it's a totally different cast. Uh, um, so if you didn't get to check that one out, please, 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 I highly recommend that that movie gets checked out. Um, but the first one, man, just classic, man. Charlie Sheen, yeah. Wesley Snipes, you know, um, Dennis, what is it, Dennis Herbert or Abert? He's the um, the auto state man. Is it is it auto state? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, all state, all state, all state. Yeah, all state. Yeah. What was the little Serrano? Serrano. Yeah. What was his little uh, his little idol? He prayed to Joe Fu. Joe Fu. I think they Joe actually. Fu. I think they actually sell that. I think uh, this guy I know actually bought one. It's a little a little mono, <laughs> like a little doll, like. That's hey, uh, I pray for you, Jofu. I feed you. I <laughs> give you drink, and you still don't help me hit the curve, curveball. <laughs> I say, "Fuck you, Jofu." <laughs> oh, even the uh, second one. The, even the second the funny one. Funny right? part is uh, uh, the second one with the marbles. You got no marbles. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that was the funny. Part the, the second one, right? The the Japanese guy, you know, yeah. and then him and Serrano come back for the third one. So dude, it, it, it's more more funny shit uh, with them. Um, 
But on the first one where uh, he tells the guy, he's like, uh, he goes, you know, you might want to take Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He goes, I, Jesus, he's very good. But he don't help me hit the curveball. <laughs> he's like, you're trying to tell me Jesus Christ couldn't hit a curveball? <laughs> uh, that movie is great. I mean, we, we laugh at that, but, you know, you think about the what we live in now. Uh, people will probably be offended by that joke, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, Wesley Snipes came in as Willie Mays Hayes, and dude, man, like he blew up after that movie, you know. Um, but but that was one of the first ones where he came in big, you know. I and think, then uh, I think this was like his, I want to say second movie. I could be wrong. Uh, but you know what his first movie was. Another one. So he my, did a Wildcats, right? Yes, that's one. Wild that's cats. that's one of my favorite football movies, quote unquote. Yeah, I think it was uh, him and Woody uh, Harrelson. It's the sport of kings, yeah, better think, than diamond rings. I think it was him football. and Woody Harrelson's first movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, with, with uh, Goldie Hawn, and it had uh, Derulo, uh, Tarulo in there. You know, yeah. the guy that would run this into the lockers. Yeah. That that was a freaking classic, man. We're going to get into it when we football. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but Julia, yeah, man. It's great, man. It's great. Uh, Charlie Sheen was killer. You know, everyone wanted to be wild thing after that. That's when the, the Sheen brothers, I say Sheen, even though he changed his name to Emilio, but, uh, or Estevez. Well, you know. Uh, you're the or, one screaming the breakfast club was named. <laughs> Emilio. Isn't that the... I think Estevez is their real name, though, right? Yes. Estevez Mar- is real name. Martin, their father, Martin Estevez. Yeah. And then uh, Charlie went with his dad's last name. Uh, but, I mean, imagine that, man. Uh, but they were both good in uh, Young Guns. True. Young Guns. Yup. So that's when they were blowing up. And the Mighty Ducks. Another, Dude, I've heard, uh, another sports movie. Charlie's on the uh, Victory of the Podcast, uh, Entourage Podcast. He's been coming on their show. Oh yeah, uh, lately. Yeah, he sounds pretty good, man. I know he was sick uh, recently, but uh, he sounds pretty good. But uh, remember back in the day, man? That's when he was he was uh, hidden, and then uh, he talks about it. You know about about doing like he almost played professional baseball. He he almost played um, minor league baseball. And um, it was either going to be that or acting, and he couldn't keep his grades up to go to school to play. So he ended up turning to acting, but he was a pretty good baseball player. What else? Anything else uh, before we start? There's a uh, man. I mean, we there's could one talk, more I want to get into. But I know no talk, one's seen. We could probably talk <laughs> days about baseball movies. I mean, yeah, just just talking about it now. I mean, I got like more uh, going through my head, but. Uh, in rookie of the year, yeah, I think I think uh, okay. So that was one of the ones I don't think we got into. Was one of the funnier ones was uh, rookie of the year, Henry Roland Gardner, uh, Henry Rosenbagger, funky <laughs> 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 yep. butt loving. There's a really really good movie called Undrafted that I know no one's really seen. I tell people about it nowadays, and 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 it's really good. It's 
it's good, and you can watch this one scene in it at the at the end of the movie, and especially if you're a dad and you're a dad that's had their their kid in any kind of sports. This one scene at the end of the movie, uh, Jace Belushi comes out and his son's playing, and his son looks over to him. He he thinks about all the moments that from the first time he bought his son his first glove on Christmas Day when he was a young kid. He's playing and he's getting ready to play his last game of high school baseball and uh, get drafted or, or see what's going to happen. All right, you're back. You good? Yeah, you froze up on me. Oh, uh, my God. Where where did we stop at? Um, you're talking about going to college, I think. I missed a whole bunch okay. of stuff. Okay, give, give me, can can you give me one second, dude? Yeah. I don't know if you're picking up my cat uh, meowing in the background. Yeah, it's our mascot. Man. <laughs> <laughs> give me one second. All right. Okay. Where do you want me to pick up at? Wherever you want. Talking about uh, okay, going um, to college. Okay, is your last chance to go get a beer or something? <laughs> Good. Bro. <laughs> We're back. We're, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're back. Yeah, we gotta try to start doing this in the same place. Are we good? We are good. We are good. All right. Yeah, I missed that. You opened up your beer and then, yeah, <laughs> I lost. No, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'd say uh, let's get into the feature. All right. So all this baseball talk is leading us to. Uh, what we're talking about. So for those listening, we did start, uh, or Joe started up us, started up for us a uh, Facebook group, right? A group. Facebook group, Facebook page. So for those who are listening right now, spread the word about this Facebook group. So now watch this on uh, on Facebook. And we're going to start, we want to start asking for you guys feedback. You know, what what kind of movies you want us to talk about. Uh, what topics to talk about? So, we Joe put it out there. You know, we're gonna talk about baseball, and we got hit with um, Field of Dreams. Looks like the number one pick that uh, they wanted us to talk about. So, Field of Dreams, classic, classic baseball movie. Yeah, we, we talk about a lot of these uh, baseball movies and when they hit for us or, or when they hit in the actor's time range. And Kevin Costner was right there, man. He was, uh, he was hot and he was, uh, coming off of Bull Durham and he wasn't sure he wanted to do another baseball movie, but this one hit in, in all the right ways. So it was good. And, you know, great cast, everything like that. You know, a lot of people that have come up and a lot of other people's, uh, either favorite actor categories or, favorite uh movie categories and you know you got ray liotta in there james earl jones darth vader himself (laughs) man burt lancaster man dude and that was one of the things uh uh, one of the funny parts they talk about after the fact and burt lancaster didn't know uh, timothy busfield was working on the movie as an actor, he thought he was an extra in there, and he had him running to get get him water during his scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> That's funny. But, I mean, can you imagine, you know, 
uh, Ray Liotta was, I want to say this was right before Goodfellas. So, you know, he, he was he was getting ready to be up there. Yeah, all-star cast, all definitely. <laughs> the wife, the, uh, who plays Ray Liotta and Ray Liotta. Um, what's, Kevin Costner's oh, wife. wife. Kevin Costner's wife. Kevin Costner's wife. Um, yes. Her name is Amy, Amy, Mag, Amy Magan? I don't know. But, uh, yes. I was trying to look up what else uh, she's been in. The only thing that comes uh, to the top of my head is Uncle Buck. He's Uncle Buck's girlfriend. Yes, 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 yes. Um, with uh, with, with uh, John Candy. And she was awesome in the beginning. In the first scene, you know, as we, we get into the movie. And um, it's uh, one of those first scenes. And she's fighting everybody at the town hall meeting at the school uh, for trying to cancel books and she calls that lady a nazi cow man she was awesome <laughs> yeah i mean it's the same she wasn't in more stuff i mean I, I really like her as an actor yeah you know well as a as a redhead you know you, you can you can only act in those kind of movies or you can be uh lana lang and someone beat her to lana lang so you know that's the part that everybody wanted you know we're gonna have to cover superman 3 one day <laughs> yeah you know, yeah, Richard Pryor in a Superman movie and not cover it. You know, this was one of the movies, or one of those movies, you know, that everybody's seen, right? Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much any given time of the year, you can turn on the TV and you'll probably see this movie uh, playing. <clears throat> but it, it's also, so I, I've seen it multiple times, but it's also... One of those where I don't think I've ever seen the very beginning of this movie. You know, you always flip to the channels and you, it, it's already on. And you just, oh, I'm going to watch this. You know, it's on. Uh, it's one of those movies where if it's on, you, yeah. you got to watch it. But yeah, I've never seen the very beginning. So that that intrigued me. Yeah, and it, it comes up. And that, that's one of the things for the ending scene to kind of hit as hard as it does is that beginning scene where you see his dad and you see who it is. And, and then, so when it comes up, you know, uh, spoilers for when we get to it, but comes up at the end scene and, you know, um, he realizes that it's him, but, um, it was one of those things that takes them through. They're both, uh, both children of the sixties and, um, talk about doing drugs and, yeah. and their share of things. Yeah. You know, it makes them, I guess, open-minded enough to go on this uh, crazy journey that we're about to go on. Yeah, so you get a little montage of them getting married and buying this farm. And, um, you know, the, the very beginning, he's, he's, in, the, he's in the cornfield and, and you hear him. He starts hearing voices already, right? Yeah, and it's... Um, it's the, if you build it, he will come. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I go out there and, hey, we've all been out to, outside of San Antonio and those cornfields. And, you know, we go up watching, seeing children of the corn. You're thinking something else out there. You don't want to be walking out there and hear your voices. <laughs> I know. You know, it's one of those, um, those cliches, right? You know, in the movie where, uh, you know, the quote unquote white guy hears, hears, hears voices and he's like, oh, well, what's that going on? You know, 
Where us, I'd be like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm running. I'm running. We got to move. We got to move now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife thought I was crazy going into our houses, but uh, as as we got into houses that had been lived in before, you know, I always thought about that. You know, it's like I really don't want to see shit. You know, I'm I'm totally into it, but I really don't want to see or hear shit. <laughs> it's like there's ghosts in here, but um, you know, yeah. And it, it's funny. It's like um, you know, the first time he hears it, he's like, "Hey, did you hear that?" And everyone's kind of looking at him crazy, and he goes into that shop, and he's um, buying corn or or buying seed for corn, and, you know, he asks one of the guys, you ever hear anything out there? And, you know, everyone already in town starts thinking he's crazy. Yeah, and they're like, you hearing voices, Ray? And he's like, hey, Ray's hearing voices. And the whole, the whole <laughs> like, shop is no, like... No, no. <laughs> and it's one of those... Uh, those classic 80s towns, right? It's like the town in Footloose where, you know, everything happens at the uh, general store, you know, and everyone's uh, gathered there and and uh, you get judged pretty quick and everyone's talking about how crazy he is, you know. Um, and uh, I don't know if you noticed in the background when he's in that store, uh, crazy from Patsy Klein's playing. <laughs> so it's a little bit on. That was, that was probably intentional. <laughs> but, you know, how many of us, uh, you know, it's pretty quick that he comes to that decision. It's like, I think this is what I need to do. Um, and his need is to cut his corn and build a baseball field. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. you got to you gotta give it to uh, his wife. It's like, she's pretty, she's on board. She's like, you know what? I guess that that's what we're doing, right? Yeah, dude. I mean, our. My wife won't even let us, you know, change towels in the restroom and, you know, this guy's wife's <laughs> letting them uh, plow through corn so they can uh, do something. And it, it's funny, like, you know, you say these small towns where everybody knows everybody and he starts, you know, cutting down all his crops and then, like, he's, he gets a crowd down the street. Like, everybody in town's like, what is he doing? Like, they got lawn chairs out there and they're like... What what is this guy doing, man? It's yeah, cool. and it, everyone in town shows up, and I don't know. Have you ever been uh, to a small town here in Texas? Um, I have family that grew up in Natalia, Texas, and that's a town that if you blink, you you know you'll pass it up and you'll miss it. But it's like that. <laughs> I'm yeah. telling you, you know, something goes down, you know, everyone's there checking it out. Yeah, but like they're all watching and be like, hey, are you going to help or are you just going to sit there and watch me? You got nothing else better to do? Well, if he, you know, he started charging them then, you know, he would have uh, he would have been able to afford not to have his uh, corn <laughs> there. Yeah, I wonder, but, how long, um, I wonder how long that took, though, because you made a pretty nice field. Yeah. With the lights well, it's funny how. And it's, you know, it's one of those classic 80s montages where kind of shows him doing a little bit of everything. And it almost makes it seem like it, it all happened in one or two days and <laughs> everything, you know. But it, it, it did a good job. And I, I thought, too, um, I think it shows it snowing at one point. So you kind of see that after he uh, built it, it goes through a season 
where, you know, he don't get anything going on. Um, but, you know, I heard different things about, about the production and, you know, the corn ended up growing faster than they expected. And at some points it was, uh, it was longer and some points it was shorter. So they had to have uh, him standing on boxes when he's out there going in it, uh, because it, it, they filmed it at a different time and it was already uh, taller than his head. So it's a, uh, imagine it, it, it throws some kinks into what you're doing out there and what you're trying to, how you're trying to record and everything like that. And that's, that's a little crazy. You know, you think of movies nowadays where, you know, we got CGI, everything where back then it was all practical. So you had to work around nature, you know, you had to work around that stuff. Yeah, and, and uh, make sure everything, and even talk about like, um, you know, we talked about the montage in the in the beginning of the movie where they're showing all the pictures and of the dad and the mom and stuff like that. And you know, nowadays they, you know, that's all CGI, and and they can make these pictures look all awesome. You know, uh, even going into Forrest Gump, you know, they they had him, you know, interacting with friends and stuff like that but you can tell how these pictures are, are either uh you know pictures taken from costumes actual yearbook or you know stuff like that but uh it, it was good stuff man like uh it's something that could be done nowadays that that it, it's lacking a lot you know cgi is taking over yeah you know one thing i like about this movie <laughs> is that um of course it's 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 fantasy right um you know he hears voices sees quote-unquote ghosts you know there's quote unquote time travel that you know we see later in the movie, but it still it still hits home even though it's quote unquote I guess like a fantasy type movie. And it's one of those ones that I think even for us especially we can get into it now. Like I don't remember if I liked it as a kid, hmm. but now I understand it so much more. Um, as an adult, but it's one of those movies that you could sit and watch with your parents that even though it was fantasy and a lot of it was, you know, fake, they sat there and watched with you like if it was real, you know what I mean? And yeah. it hit them in the way that it, it hits us now. It feels real. You know what I mean? And again, that's credit to the credit to the story, credit to the cast, you know? Uh, Kevin Costner again, James Earl Jones, you know, hitting on all cylinders at, at the time, and and you know, it, it gets us. Yeah. So he built his baseball field, and um, he still hears the voices, right? And then he finally sees something <laughs> out out on the field, right? Who does who does he see out there? Yeah, and and. Uh, the next quote is easy paint. So, you know, he goes through and, and, and gets everything done. And just about when they're talking about and his wife's time to talk about, like, you know, we are going to need to sell this, sell this house and sell this land because, you know, we can't afford it. The daughter comes up and the daughter's like, dad. And he's like, you know, hold on. And dad, and he, you know. He finally snaps and like what? Like there's a man out there on your baseball field, mm, you know. Yeah. He goes out there mm -hmm. and right away he recognizes him as 
favorite baseball player, and it's Shoeless Joe Jackson, played by Ray Liotta. Now, do you know the story about Shoeless Joe Jackson? I think they touch on it in the movie, but yeah, they they, they touch on it in the movie, and and he goes into it a lot, and he's talking about it, and it's his deal where he's talking about you know because the owners didn't pay them, uh, the White Sox decided to throw some games and get paid by uh, famous mobster back in the day. Um, and while he did take the money, his play and his actions didn't show him throwing throwing the game. You know, uh, his stats were all above average and everything like that. And going more into the story of Shooter's Joe Jackson, you know, it ended up with, with him getting banned from baseball. And, um, you know, it was a lifetime ban. He, he wasn't brought back. And, you know, he ended up dying and people not knowing him, you know, uh, being an unknown. I'm working as a clerk in a merchant shop. So uh, he worked in a little store, and there's a famous story that Ted Williams came in one time, and Ted Williams said, "Damn it, Joe, you don't even you don't recognize me." And he's like, "No, I, I recognize you. I just I didn't think anybody wanted to recognize me." So um, you know, it kind of shows one of the sad things about how he died and. You know, while he never, he, he did take the money, he never got proven to be, you know, someone that did throw those games. So, that's maybe a little bit of why, you know, his ghost does come back. Yeah, and, and that's what um, Kevin Costner, Ray, right, the character, is thinking that's why he came. You know, building, he'll come. So, he's thinking, okay, it's, it's Shoeless Joe Jackson. Um, because because of all that, right? Maybe let him yeah, get, get him, getting letting him play again out on the field. Yes, and um, you know, because throughout the movie, he's talking about um how he played and how good he was, and you know, he gets out there and he's standing out there, and Kevin goes out or Ray goes out and he goes out to the field and tries to hit him a few balls, <laughs> and it's funny the first one he kind of whips on. Uh, but, you know, the second or third, he starts hitting out there to him, and he gets to run around, and that's where you get the famous, uh, is this heaven? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, um, you know, he answers, no, it's Iowa. And, <laughs> and you know, that, it's one of those things, it's like a lot of a lot of these baseball movies, they're very quotable, you know? It's, it's, that's, that's gone down as one of the all-time, um, Top quotes in American movie history. Yep, that line, you know, is yeah. heaven. You know, watching it as an adult now kind of makes you think. You know, I don't know. It it, it gets you thinking, right? Um, no, you're you're right because a lot of it is, you know, and maybe we get into it at one day, or maybe we don't. You know, everyone probably has their own kind of personal deal of what they think about what's happened to them and 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 everything like that and hey I, i'm telling you as a person that spends a lot of his time at baseball fields you know sometimes that's the escape man sometimes you know uh all the hustle and bustle and you know the stress of, of life and everything going on getting out there and getting to spend some time at the baseball field is uh 
as our missions would say, a nine-inning vacation sometimes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, I just love this whole thing with, uh, you know, Ray Liotta coming out, admiring everything that's there, you know. And mm-hmm. like you're saying, just playing ball with Kevin Costner. And I don't remember. Yeah, and, and. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. So, no, and yeah, and that, that's that's one of those things that, that uh, you know, you see them interacting one on one, and then he talks about, you know, there's others, you know, and oh, man, now, you know, everyone else is going to going to come out as well and and we get to see that yeah, and then you know mm-hmm. he's there and he tells his wife to come out there doesn't he oh yes well, remember. no I, I think um, she goes out there and she ends up you know he introduces the wife and the kid to to shoes Joe and they go out there and and then they get into where uh, um, well like you said he introduces them and she's like well I'll kind of let y'all do your thing turn on the lights out there and <laughs> they get into the thing where back in his day you know she was showing them they didn't have lights in the field and he talks about yeah you know all the fields have lights now even uh, even Wrigley does uh, and he talks about so it's the owner's made night games so they can make more money and you know she was joe makes a comment about owners and you know of course because going back to his uh scandal you know it was really his beef with the owners that that had, had a issue and uh was one of the reasons why you know they accepted the money that they did yeah then we get into um the brother-in-law, right? You said it's played by <laughs> Tim Busfield. Uh, That's Poindexter. <laughs> Poindexter, yes. <laughs> um, so now we're coming to the realization about um, uh, the hard truth, right? Because he made that baseball field, he's not making any money on crops, and you know, there, there's a there's a real threat now of, of them actually losing the farm. And he's like, no way, I'm not selling, right? And and they come down to it, and uh, they're talking to him about it, and it's $2,000 an acre that he's losing, you know, just having a baseball field there. So if you look how big that is, and and you kind of realize uh, exactly how much he is losing out there, uh, just having the baseball field there. So, you know, it, it's pretty crazy, and you realize the same sacrifice that's going into it you know i know it's just a movie but um <laughs> uh, i always think about this i always think about real stuff <laughs> so yeah he he's not even um utilizing the crops he does have <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> all that corn is still up yeah. but uh i know it's just a movie and now um, hey again hey think about it now it's like a lot of these baseball fields, the way they're maintained is they get rented out. You know, people pay to, to use them. That baseball field is still there today. And it, it, it's making money by letting people come and use it. You know, they even put a, a 
stand there uh, that tells props, you know, to the movies and everything like that. Mm. Mm. That'd be a nice road trip. Come and just check it out. Well, you know, before COVID hit, um, the Yankees and someone else were going to actually play a real live game there um, to celebrate the 25 years of the movie being out. And, um, you know, of course, with COVID, everything got shut down and they weren't able to do it. But, you know, it's one of those things that I was looking forward to, to watching, you know. I mean, what would you do in that situation? I mean, you're out there and you see these these baseball players. You know, now we got a whole team. You invited more people to play. I mean, it's it, it's mind-blowing. I know it's just a movie, but I mean... If that were to really happen, it's like, I don't know, man. I, I want to see if I can get in the game, man. Like, hey, like, let me pinch run for somebody. <laughs> let me go out really? there and let me uh, sacrifice bunt, you know. Um, of course, nowadays, everyone would pull out their uh, cell phone camera and try to record it and, and put it on YouTube and everything like that. But <laughs> we, We'd all be like uh, the brother-in-law. be like, what players? What game? Right, right, right. Yeah, man. Like, uh, I, I want to say is, uh, I like I said, I believe. You know, I, I believe there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that you can't explain. Um, I like to think I'd, I'd be open enough to, to be one of the ones that would see them. You know, it, it, it is funny. You know, when uh, James Earl Jones comes back and he sees it. And, you know, he realizes that the brother-in-law doesn't see it. And, uh, you know, he's like, no, no, he can't see it. And, um, you know, the, when they have the game going on and the daughter's talking about it, the mom's talking about it, the wife's talking about it, and the uh, the wife's mom gets upset. She's like, you know, I don't think it's, I don't think it's nice to make people feel stupid, you know. And he's like, what do you mean? You don't see it? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to remember, is it at this point he hears another voice? Yes, and then he starts hearing the uh, go the distance. Go the distance. Um, right. And I, I want to say he hears that when his wife's in, in the, in the school fighting, and um, when his wife's in the school, you know, and that and arguing, they're actually talking about canceling the Terrence Mann book. And that's how it puts it into his head that that's who he needs to go see. And so he starts looking into it. And, you know, of course, nowadays we open Google and, you know, see what he's doing. Yeah. Back in that day, you know, yeah. go to the local library and, you know, the library had these slides that you would put in. And did you ever have you to do go that? Slides. Yeah, man, I, I did. And, you know, I grew up with a kid as a kid without money, man. So, you know. Um, we always were looking for ways to uh, entertain ourselves, and I remember when I was about nine, we lived on uh, out on East Houston, and there was a library right down the street. And that whole summer, man, we'd go and we'd spend time at the library, and uh, uh, you know, uh, learn how to use those uh, slides and stuff like that. To either watch, watch. Uh, they had a old, uh, the old eighties and seventies, you know, things that. Uh, how do you do this or, or, you know, how do you make this and stuff like that? And, um, <laughs> that was YouTube back then. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, man. man. Our kids nowadays, they, they don't, you know, they don't understand what a good library is. Yeah, a little microfilm. So he figures he, right, he hears the voice at the meeting. He figures it's got to be it. He's got to go see Terrence Mann. He's convinced. Yeah, and that's one of those things. He leaves, and this is after the, you know, after Shooter's Joe has been there for a while, after he's had the team out there for a while, and he leaves in, in the middle of this, you know. It, it, it's kind of crazy. I want to think about, like, all the games he missed. Yeah. <laughs> and again, what a supporting wife, you know. They're, yeah. they're pretty much bankrupt, and he's telling his wife, hey, you know what? I need to go talk to this guy. So you need to handle things on your own. I, my wife would be like, fool, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, that's why he couldn't have a Hispanic wife in that movie. <laughs> you know, that shit wasn't happening, bro. <laughs> I'd be like, you see them playing out there? Yeah, I see them. But now you want to go find another ghost? Come on. <laughs> You're about to join them, Ben. <laughs> uh, you think it's heaven? I'll make sure it's heaven. You want to see heaven? <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things, and he goes out there, man, and he ends up traveling, and he goes to Boston. And he's there, and, you know, he gets another, another uh, signal while he's there. And, uh, um, it's funny, the first thing, you know, he finds out that Terrence Mann did, did, um, he stopped writing books and he stopped writing books and because of, you know, the fanfare he got. But, uh, if you remember going back to the school scene where <laughs> the lady goes, she goes, you know why he stopped writing books, right? It's because he masturbates. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's so, so that's. That kind of comes back to our the days now or this whole cancel culture. I mean, that's something like they would do, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> now they just do it online. So, <laughs> and and that's one of those things, man. They wanted to burn books, and you know, she calls it the Nazi cow, man, and that was that was the best. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, it kind of gives him that inkling. He goes and finds Terrence Mann, and he ends up forcing him to go to the game with them. And, and like, you know, the Red Sox games. <laughs> he's like, I have to take you to a baseball game. You know? It's like what? Yeah, and he tells him, uh, you know, they go to the game, and he gets the signal, and Terrence Mann doesn't say anything, you know. So he's like, uh, you didn't see that, and he's like, no, I didn't see nothing. What are you talking about? And you know, they get into. It. He's like, okay, you know what? I wasn't supposed to get you, man. I messed up. He's like, yeah. He goes, you heard another voice. Didn't you? And he goes, yeah, but he told me to leave you alone, and you've done all you can. So <laughs> he um, turns the van around, and there he is, man. Terrence Mann is still standing there, and he tells him, go the distance. And he's like, you heard it. You did hear it. <laughs> and uh, he jumps in. The, he getting, he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I guess I'm going with you to find, out, find uh, Moonlight Graham. And he goes, you saw it, you saw it, yeah, let's go. And so, you know, they start their uh, their buddy buddy cop journey. <laughs> you know, it's one of those opposites track. You know, they go on their uh, road trip, and they're going to find uh, Moonlight Graham in uh, Minnesota, I believe it is. 
Yep. So they're on the road trip, and what they get a hotel for the night. And I think he he uh, Kevin Costner he he steps out for a walk, and then something crazy happens. Yes. Uh, well, he tells Terrence man, he's like, hey, um, they they open the newspaper, and he goes, did you know you're missing? <laughs> and <laughs> Terrence man, you know, realizes he has to call his dad, so he has some some privacy. Costner steps out and he goes for a walk, and what that's gonna, when uh, what am I going to tell him? <laughs> But James yeah. Earl Jones, like, what am I going to tell him? <laughs> yeah, and so you know, uh, you know, Costner goes out and he goes for the walk, and and he runs into Doc Graham, and he goes Moonlight Graham, and he's like, ah, they haven't called me that since you know, um, so long ago or whatever, and you know, they're talking about it, and they get into the story, and uh, he's telling about all the stories and everything, like that and i think we we jumped a little bit over it but when they go into the town and they're actually uh interviewing people um graham was a real person um and uh some of the people that james earl jones is interviewing in the bar there's were people that really uh knew the real person moonlight graham so they got them in the movie and that was a cool little uh, easter egg to have in there but um uh, uh as they're telling the story you start seeing signs of the story um, when Kevin Costner talks to him. You know, he's walking with the uh, umbrella in the right hand. You know, he's got his cap on, and and uh, uh, he starts looking around, and he starts noticing that. I think his first instinct is to go look at a license plate or something, mm. and he shows that, yeah, you know, he went a little bit back in time. Yeah, right. We skipped over it, but because they were talking to a lady that wrote his obituary, right? And saying that, mm-hmm. you know that Doc, he he passed already. So when he he's seeing all this stuff and all the stuff there's, that's go, that they were mentioning in the story, you know, he's kind of freaking out. You know, like what what just happened? I went back in time. And it's funny, you know, he starts telling the story, and you know. He tells him, and then it's like, you know, I got to be getting back before uh, Felicia thinks I have a girlfriend or Aisha thinks I have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he ends up going back, and, and um, he tells him, you know, everything that happened. And, you know, I met him, and it's like, you know, so what do we do now? You know, you know, he's too old to play, you know. We, we can't take a ghost back and, and, you know, they go back and they hit the road again and they're, they're on their way back to the field. And what did they run into? Some uh, young ball player looking for a, a ride. Yeah, that's where it gets weird. <laughs> we got and, uh, yeah, so, you know, they- Frank, um, Frank Whaley plays that. Yes, 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 and and he's he's done more than a few things, right? Yeah, I'm trying to think off the top of my. I know down on him. <laughs> One of the things I I want to say I remember him from and uh, was it Parker Lewis can't lose? Do you remember that show? Um, vaguely, yeah, I think <laughs> I remember that. They were all wearing swatches. <laughs> Swatch watches. 
But um, so you know, he he ends up pulling over and and uh, he explains it as you know I can use all the karma I can get, man. And uh, he pulls over and he goes to to pick up the kid and kid gets in and he talks about what a lot of people did back in the day is you know I heard I can go town from town earning my keep by by playing baseball, and you know he ends up signing up to go and do. do just that he goes and uh, uh, he joins up with them and you know they ask him what's his name and he's like Archie Graham <laughs> they just look at each other like like what we, yeah we, we got a place where you can do that that's what it is that's what I'm thinking of I was trying to think, yeah. of, I was trying to think of what did I what did I recognize him from um, Pope Fiction <laughs> he was yes a, yes yes he was a say what one more time <laughs> Yeah, um, was he? He's the one that no, 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 no he's not the one to get shot. <laughs> That's someone else. Yeah, so they, they but, pick up they pick up the what guy, uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> they're headed back. But yeah, they're freaking out. They're like, "Man, what just happened?" You know, because he was talking about um, when they picked him up. They're talking about uh, yeah. There's I heard that there's uh, uh, towns that have teams and talking about like. The way he was talking, they're like, you know, it was like way back in the day when they were just baseball league first starting up. Yeah, and he talks like, you know, they they'll, they'll find you a job during the day, so that, and you can play baseball, you know, uh, when you're not working. And um, you know, that's what a lot of them did, and that, that's what he ended up doing. And uh, when they talked about his story, he, you know, his thing was, you know, he went up to the big leagues. He he played. But he never got an at-bat, so therefore he never got listed, you know, as, as a player. So that was his one thing that, you know, he needed or he wanted. And, you know, as they're helping everyone, you know, get to do what they kind of want to do, um, the way they were going to help him was to get him his at-bat. Right. And, you know, they get back into town, and it's a whole team playing out there. You know, they... They brought not only their whole team, they brought another team so that they could play against, you know, because they got tired of scrimmaging each other. Yep, so now they're all playing. And then I think it's Shula Still Jackson. He's like, hey, rookie, you know, you want to play? He's like, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, hey, kid, you're here to play, aren't you? It's like, we'll get dressed. And then they're like rookies. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, he ends up... <laughs> he is getting in there and, and getting to play, man. And it, it, it looks like fun, you know, like, you know, Ray and they're all happy now. Like, they're all sitting there watching the game and everyone's, everyone's uh, playing and, and it's going great, you know. And um, James Earl Jones freaking out. He's like, hey, that that's that's so-and-so, that's so-and-so. And he's like, what's going on? I can't believe it. Yeah, and he, he you know... Um, they get to be fans of the game again, you know. They they're sitting there, and you know, the kid gets in there, and he's gonna end up playing with them, you know. And uh, he comes out, and he gets his first at bat. <laughs> and it, it's one of the, you know, while it wasn't a comedy, there's a lot of good and funny parts in the movie. And uh, he talks about um, the kid's first at bat, and he, he's he's coming up there, and uh, <laughs> he winks at the pitcher. <laughs> 
So the picture throws it right right in his head. He's like, you winked at me. (laughs) Like, don't wink at him, kid. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, Lucky, why are you throwing throwing at the kid? He's like, he winked at me. (laughs) Don't wink at him. And then so the next one, boom, right there. And so, uh, you know, um, Sheila's Joe calls time. He comes up and he's like, uh, he don't want to load the bases. So, you know, he put, um, he put two, two up there. And then, uh, what do you think his next one's going to go? He's like, either lower in the way or in my ear. He goes, uh, he's not going to want to put you on. So I wouldn't think low in the way. He goes, but, uh, I'd watch out for you in your ear. <laughs> um, and, and, and uh, you know, kid comes up, he gets in his at bat, and I, I believe, you know, he ends up getting a sacrifice out, and, you know, he gets him in the books for pain, you know? And that's his uh, first at bat. Yep, I think they're playing all night. They're, they're playing all night, or they're, uh, it's automatically daytime, they're still playing. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm. Hey, if I'm there, I, I built that stuff. I'm losing two thousand dollars an acre. Those ghosts better play all night, you know. <laughs> if y'all are tired, get a second team and get them out there to play too. <laughs> it's for my entertainment. Yeah, now we're we're getting back to the real stuff. The brother-in-law's coming back, saying we got to sell. Uh, you're losing money. And even James Earl Jones now at that point is like, you know, if you build it, they'll come, you know. He's like, you can't sell. <laughs> yeah, and he gets, you know, he comes up and, you know, he's, uh, he gets real defensive about it. You know, he gets in his face, you know, because he starts selling Terrence Mann stuff. And, um, you know, he gives that, that awesome speech, man. People will come, right? Then, you know, they'll come for miles around, not knowing why they'll come up and they'll give, you know, $10, $20 at the door and not knowing why, but just come back to, you know, relive their childhood. People like, will come right. It's like they're just going to hand it over. Yeah, but I mean, not for nothing, but how many, how many people are they expecting to hold in that little bitty, uh, Stands that they have. <laughs> <laughs> they, they put like like two bleachers. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, it provides the opportunity for you know us to get to this kind of almost climax in the scene, and and once again, it's the daughter chiming in, and um, you know, I know you talked about the wife being from Uncle Buck earlier, but the daughter as well. Uh, the daughter was in the book as well, you oh, know. She was good call. She yes, was. yeah. It was her? She was a her and Macaulay Culkin. Culkin. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, she comes up with the knowledge again, and you know, like she was the first one to experience it, and first one to see she was Joe out there, and she's the one that says, you know, um, she starts talking about people will come, um, and. You know, the brother-in-law gets all pissed off and goes over there and, you know, what do you mean? And, you know, he ends up putting his hands on her and he picks her up and, um, you know, I, he didn't mean to, but, you know, they end up dropping her off the back of the stands there and uh, she was eating the hot dog as she was and, you know, right away she starts going, she starts turning blue and choking. They're going to go call a doctor, 
But, you know, there's no need. Yep, you got moonlight out there. Yeah, you know, there's a doctor in the house, you know, and it's it's one of those scenes that this movie's kind of full of them, but, you know, it gives you that scene where he goes out there and he makes that cross, you know, he crosses that line and, and goes over and as soon as he walks off the field and he crosses that line, you know, he turns back into old Doc Graham and he gets to, um, he gets to her and he ends up saving her. And, um, it's one of those things where, um, you know, you see it and then that helps the, <laughs> that helps the brother-in-law snap and say, where the hell did all these ballplayers come from? Yeah. He's like, where did this old man come from? Um, and that makes him, you know, as he's going back out to the field, you know, Ray Leo, I mean, um, Ray, um, realizes that, oh man, you can't go back. You can't change back. You know, that was it, you know, but, uh, and he, he, he feels bad that he took it away from him, but he's like, you know, you helped the, he helped him already, you know? Yeah. He got his back. That's what he needed. That's the way he, he wanted to go back. Yeah, yeah, he has to go back before his girlfriend thinks that, or his wife thinks he has a girlfriend. So, you know, he has to get back to her. And you see him walk through the players as Doc Graham going through the players, and they're all shaking his hand, you know. Yeah. He was a minute ago. He was the kid there, and, you know, he's walking back through them as an old man. And, you know, he gives them the old one, one for me, will you, boys? And uh, it's, and it, it, it's one of those things that hits hits the feelings a little bit, you know, as they're they're going through and they tell him, you know, um, you were good. Uh, I think uh, Sheila Joe turns around and he says, "Hey, you know, hey kid, you were good," and you know, it's one of those things. And you know, he tilts he tilts his hat to him, and oh, man, it's it's a uh, it's one of those good good scenes that it has. And, and uh, it helped him to realize, you know, it, 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 it <laughs> it's awesome, yeah. And, you know, that's when the brother-in-law snaps and sees all this. And he's like, don't sell this farm, right? Don't sell this farm. <laughs> he's yeah. all freaking out. He finally sees it. And, um, you know, as they, they go on and, you know, Sheila Joe tells him, hey, you know, we're going to go back. And then he uh, he pauses for a moment and he's like, you want to come? And he's like, yeah, I want to go. He's like, no, not you. <laughs> not you. And they want to take, uh, you know, um, James Earl Jones back there with them. And, you know, Terrence Mann ends up getting to go. And he goes and he's like, why does he get to go? And he's like, is this why you did it? And you did it for yourself. He's like, you, you want to know what's in it? For you? And he's like, he he's like will what about come me? Right what about me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say what it's about me. What about me? And, um, you know, it's one of those things And Terrence Mann tells him, I did write a book, right? I, I did write that article about baseball. And he's like, you lied to me. And he's like, well, you were you were trying to hold me up with a gun, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> or he's like, you were kidnapping me at the time, you jerk. <laughs> and, um, man, that was, uh, 
you know, that's another good scene. And, you know, he starts going out there and he goes into the corn and he goes into the corn and he starts to disappear too. And, you know, it's, once again, it's Ray and Shoeless Joe out there. And uh, Shoeless Joe tells, he's looking at him and he's like, what? He's like, he, if you build it, he will come. And that's when Ray turns around and, you know, he sees the catcher there still coming out of his, uh, taking off his gear and taking off his mask. And, you know, lo and behold, who is it? I think they, he hears all the voices, right? Um, if you build it, he will come, ease his pain and go the distance. And he realized that catcher was, was his dad. Yeah. And, you know, it, so much stuff goes into that, you know, it, like I said, it, it goes back to the beginning of the movie where he sees the dad and, and um, he talks about his dad being a minor league baseball player and everything like that. And then, you know, to see him and he's like, he's seeing his dad for the first time and, you know, he's starting to think about like some of the stuff that he talked to his dad. He told his dad before, you know, he last saw him and, you know, I want to say we've all been there as, you know, or, uh, as a teenager, you know, maybe we said something to our parents or, you know, that yeah. nowadays we cringe, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and so it's one of those things that, that kind of, kind of hits you in, in, in that kind of way. And, you know, uh, even to this day, like my relationship with my dad isn't, you know, all that I guess I would want it to be, but, you know, I do everything I can to make sure my relationship with my boys um, is everything that it's supposed to be and more. So, you know, it's one of those things that, that we get into, and that's, for me, that's why this scene and, you know, as as you'll read about and you'll, you'll hear about anywhere you bring up this movie is that this scene hits like that for so many uh, men around around the country. It's like, you know, uh, you always see that meme. It's like where uh, boys cried and where men cried or something like that. And yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you know, a, a picture of this scene here. And it's, uh, he goes up and he talks to him. And, at, you know, at first he doesn't throw the deadline out there. You know, he, um, he introduces him and he says, as this is, and before he says, this is my dad, he says, uh, this is, um, John. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's one of those things and, and, you know, he, he got to introduce, you know, he's like, what am I supposed to do in the wife? Like, why don't you introduce him to his granddaughter? And, you know, he goes in, he introduces the wife, he introduces the daughter and, um, you know, she's like, I'll leave you two at it. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Um, I like that. The his dad, right? It's almost like he he doesn't know who they are at first, um, uh, and he he throws that same line out there too, right? Is this heaven? And, you know, it's it pulls on the heartstrings, man. You know. Yeah. You know, I I want to say there's a part where Kevin part Kevin Costner takes a pause and he's like. You know, it might be heaven, you know, this, this, this might be it, you know, he gets to go out there and then, you know, the, the, the line where he's like, so, um, 
And and bro, this is the one that gets me every time. And it, whenever I do want to, you know, because we all need a good cry every now and then. But uh, you know, <laughs> the mood. This is definitely the scene that it get get you in it, and it will get me in it. It's um, you know, when he says, uh, "Hey, Dad, you want to have a catch?" And oh my God, that one for me. And and like I said, you know, I know I'm not the only one out there, but um. That one's the one that 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 tugs on the heartstrings a little bit, man, and it's uh, uh, that'll get you going, man. And that's the one for me that does it, and, and that makes this movie uh, so special. Is that one line and everything at the end there, and you know they're having catch, and as they're having catch, they're a catch. The camera pulls away, and you start to see people have come, you know. Yep, you see this car is just coming, lining up for miles. And you got to think about that. You know, that's, like you said, and like we talked about earlier, that's all practical effects. So that took a whole town committing to, hey, you know, we're going to turn off all the electricity in the area for these uh, line of cars that are there. And, you know, it's a helicopter shot. So that shot pulls away, and they're still playing catch there. You know, if one of them misses the ball, so you know kevin costner talked about how there was a lot of uh, pressure at that time but ah man it was um you know it's one of those movies that 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 takes you there man and it gets you in that uh gets you in that mode and it gets you gets you feeling a little bit and and uh it's good man it's good for the heart it's good for the soul i think to feel that way you know um uh, I get a bit emotional as, as you know, talk about it. But you know, one of the things for me is, um, I, you know, Jim Balbano, he's a basketball coach in the eighties. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, and um, I won't get too personal into it, but uh, I'll talk about like um, the mutual friend of ours who who recently had a had a family member pass away and, and I was talking to them about it. Uh, um, I won't give away their information, but basically talking to them about, you know, about getting through it. And, you know, as, as, as guys, you know, or, or as friends, we do got to check on each other every now and then just to make sure, you know, people are doing good. And, you know, especially in a situation like that. And, uh, I shared with them Jim Balvano's speech from, you know, one of the 80s SB uh, uh, Awards. And, and, you know, his speech was uh, basically um, he had retired from coaching college basketball. Well, he's the one um, cancer, right? Yeah, he had a brain cancer. So he died of cancer. And he talked about, you know, about living every day, you know, you know. And, you know, one of the things that you need to do to have a full day is you need to laugh um, and you need to cry. And, you know, uh, you got to fail. And, you know, you can laugh and you can cry. You can fail. You're going to have a full day. You're going to have a good day. So every once in a while, man, we need to be able to get that out. And, you know, for the longest time uh, growing up, you know, you were as a guy or as a man, you know, you weren't allowed to kind of feel that way. And. This was one of the movies that allowed you to feel that way, you know. It allowed you to feel that way and allowed you to feel that way uh, um, amongst your friends 
or amongst other people and not, I guess, be embarrassed about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, and cut to all these years later and we all cried, you know, when um, at the end of uh, Endgame, you know. So. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I think more Infinity War. Infinity War? Yeah. Well, oh, well okay. I can no, get you. With Spider Man? The Mr. Stark got you? Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, Mr. Stark. What I'm got, feeling funny. What got me on Endgame was um, when uh, Gwyneth Paltrow tells, you know, tells him, uh, uh, we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Yes. Oh, man. And, yeah. And as, you know, we're going to talk about it. We'll talk about it one day, but that scene, and as you talk about it, and I talked about it earlier, is, you know, part of our uh, show here is going to be about us dorks and about us being dorks and, and getting into the movies and probably, you know, um, romanticizing about stuff that not everybody would and a lot of people probably don't give a shit about, but the other part of it is about being dads and you know, one of the things about being a dad and the reason that scene hits you so hard and, and is because she tells him, you know, like you said, you can rest now. We're going to be okay. And for us yeah. as dad, yeah. our driving force is to keep our family and our kids and everyone happy and going and trying to, you know, shoulder and, and carry all that load, you know, by ourselves. And for somebody to come and tell you, like, I mean, hell, you can do it to me now not as i'm dying but now and you know tell me hey it's okay to rest you know and i probably start crying considering our schedule is late but you know it's one of those things as a parent that that you know that's what gets you man you know what i mean yeah that gets me on that part you know oh bro i i i was balling it hits me in a special way too because um and you talked a little bit about your your relationship with your dad, but you know my my biological father. You know, my him and my mom split up when I was a baby. So, and you know, growing up as a kid, um, I used to visit my dad every summer, but I wouldn't say uh, we're we're close, even though we're <laughs> pretty similar. I mean, I look pretty much just like my real dad. Um, <laughs> We're not the most emotional people when it comes to uh-huh. stuff like that. Um, even though I'm a big crybaby, I'll cry at movies. But, like, <laughs> real stuff, we're not too emotional. Yeah. Um, and, like, even when we go see him now, it's like, you know, he's my dad. You know, I love him. Um, but I wouldn't say that we're close. Even though I know he loves me and I know he he knows I love him. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's almost one of those where we don't really talk about it, but you know we know, you know. No, no, I I, I totally feel about that man. And like, uh, I think it's the same with with mine. It's um, pretty much the same deal. It's uh, you know, my dad took off, and you know, him and my mom, you know, divorced or whatever. He did his thing, and but he ended up taking off, and he was gone for a long time. He did come back when I was like 18, but, you know, there was a 9 to 10 year stretch there, man, where I didn't see her. You know, I maybe got a phone call one time. And, you know, I understand that he was 
off and doing his own thing and, and, and everything like that. But at the same time, it's like, it's one of those things that I don't think I can ever see myself doing. Now, you know, he's back and, and I'm not going to deny him from being in my life or my kid's life. But it's one of those things, too, where, you know, oh, I have an a awfully hard time to kind of like keep that relationship going and or, you know, at least put a lot of effort in on my part, you know, and I, you know, I feel good. I mean, I, I don't feel good about it, but like, I don't feel too bad about it. Like, you know, I wish that I could do more. Right. And, you know, I, I do know that. Hey, man, there may be one day when I, I do regret not doing more at the time. But at the same time, I'm so caught up in trying to be the best dad that I can be. You know, just that, you know, I, I got my own little thing that I have to uh, kind of take care of and, and and do everything I can about, you know. And, and, you know, whether it's right or wrong, you know, I'm trying to do my best. And I, I believe that's what, you know, we all are trying to do. You know what I mean? Right. I, all the deaths that I know it's like you know we're just trying to do better than what we had you know what I mean right that's why um it may seem silly but <laughs> so I've known my wife a lot a lot longer than um than we've been married that's because I told myself that I didn't want to be I didn't want my kids when I had kids I didn't want them to to not know their dad like i don't i don't know him as well as i probably should and i told myself uh when i get married i want it to be sure that this is what i'm gonna do this is who i'm gonna marry and it's it's forever i don't want them to grow up in a broken household if that makes sense oh bro that and that's that's why we get along so well man like I, i i'm 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 in the same boat my wife and I were together for seven years before we had kids mm-hmm. or even um, or got married. Um, you know, we did plan to get married before we had kids. Um, but uh, I proposed in October and she was pregnant by December. <laughs> and, you know, the, the, the kid was due in August. And, you know, I was like, well, don't worry about it. You know, we're... <clears throat> uh, we're big fans of Halloween, so I was like, you know, next Halloween we'll get married. And she's like, no, the kid's not going to have your last name before me. So um, <laughs> we ended up getting married on Valentine's Day. Nice. But it was one of those things. It's like a lot of my, my family and stuff was like, um, when are y'all going to have kids already? And I was like, you know, it's it's okay not to have a kid when you're 18 or 19, you know? Yeah. It, it was okay, you know, like, like. I was the same way. I couldn't imagine, you know, my kids growing up without me. Um, kind of the same way that, that I did without my dad. So um, there's a lot of people that, that know me now. And, you know, they're like, you know, oh, man, you you um, you do so much with your kids and stuff like that and everything. And I don't think I do anything other than what anyone else does. It's just, you know. Like I said, I was very focused on not, you know, allowing my kids to grow up without me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but, you know, that's what I was kind of focused on coming out. 
I hear you, man. I hear you. Yeah, and um, <coughs> sorry about that, look. Um, but no, that that's kind of where I came from, and you know, so in being a parent or being married, you know, you try to you do all you can to you know make everything good and keep a happy wife, happy life, and you know, keep your kids happy and you'll be able to, we'll be able to have our uh, little piece of happiness, you know. We probably won't be able to plow up, you know, all these acres of corn to make a baseball field, <laughs> but, you know, for me, maybe, you know, she'll let me put a baseball cage in the backyard, you know, something like that. There you go. <laughs> See, folks, and that's what you get with this podcast. We get, not only we talk about movies, we get into real, real talk as well. So. Yeah, yeah. And it needs to be out there, man, because not enough people do it, you know. Yeah. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, bro. I do, and and a lot of people they'll you know talk about this or that, but you know they'll maybe shy away from from talking to people or or talking about real shit. And I like to, you know, sometimes that's the that's the good part of the story, you know, getting to know people and and what's their story and what's their you know what's their life, and that's why I, I want to promote like with our podcast too it's like i want people to go on our page and talk about what they're watching you know um maybe you're watching something that no one else has seen you can share that with them or maybe you have this crazy opinion about something and someone else has this other opinion and you can share it so people please get on our page you know share some things you know have some fun you know be respectful of each other, but please, you know, get on there and, and, and talk, you know, tell us what you're watching. What you're watching. Absolutely. Right. We're all over the place, man. We get funny stuff, serious stuff. Um, but that's what it's all about. Bro, I'm having fun. I am. I am. That was our attempt at, um, <laughs> breaking down field of dreams, but, uh, <laughs> Uh, we're not pros, people, but uh, we 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 enjoy it. We like talking about this stuff, and you know, just the stuff that it brings out of us. You know, how movies make us feel. Yeah. That that's a big part of of enjoying movies. You know, not only does it take you away for a couple of hours, but just the imprint that certain movies leave on you. You know, it makes you feel things. It makes you uh, might motivate you to do something. I mean, m- movies. Movies are amazing. I mean, it's. I'm happy to, that we live in the time that we do. Just the way uh, certain things can inspire us to do to do stuff. Yeah, and it, it can take you away and and take you to a certain time. And it's like I talk about. There's a lot of these movies that, man, they probably weren't that great, but they hit me at the right time and the right moment that that it made me feel something and like. Um, as we get along in the pod, you know, we'll talk about a lot of these movies that hit me around 92, 93 when, you know, sometimes that's all you had to turn to was, you know, movies and television and everything else was just going, you know, crazy and and hectic around you. And, um, you know, that was your, your getaway. And, and like I said, I spent a lot of time at the movies and watching some stupid, stupid movies, but. 
I love those stupid, stupid movies. Yeah, you know, kids nowadays, they can just, you know, open their phone and get lost in YouTube or uh, TikTok or whatever for hours. You know, we had that, uh, we had movies. We had that one VHS that we probably wore out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh it, yeah. And you know what? It's not as foreign to them because they've had a, they've had a VCR, but it's foreign. Like yeah. that's it's, that's crazy. Like they didn't know Netflix came in the mail at one time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you know, it, it's one of those things, and I feel like with everything, it's our job to educate our kids because you know, uh, as we talk about it, we'll talk about certain movies that we get into here and. You know, we're going to talk about where where that movie hit us and what time that movie hit us and 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 what it led us to. And you know, a lot of it is some of the people that you know is you know them through this movie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like you know, I had certain friends because I watched Star Wars. You know, I have certain friends because I liked Clerks back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. I I have certain friends. You know. <laughs> that have watched, you know, uh, horror movies with me, you know, and, and, and stuff like that, you know. Um, so it, it, it's it's fun to get into, and, you know, movies will hit you in all those kind of ways. And that was great about us talking about baseball movies today is, like I said, man, they hit you in all kinds of ways, you know. Uh, they'll hit the heart, they'll hit the funny bone, uh, you know, they'll hit you everywhere. Absolutely. Well, we're going to continue, uh, if you have anything, <laughs> uh, with what we're trying to do at the end. Maybe talk about what are, what do we think is our best moment or best scene, best part of this movie. I got this soundbite, right? There. So what, what do you, what was the best part, best moment, best whatever about Field of Dreams for you? Again, the best the best moment for me is the uh, catch with dad, you know. As a dad that has catch, has a catch with his son, um, even though it's hard to catch him nowadays because this dude wants to throw all hard and he acts like, you know, dad can still take it like he used to and I can't, you know. Uh, it could, this kid blows up my hand every time you know i i gotta have a cushion in there and it still hurts my hand you know so screw him (laughs) (laughs) but that's 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 the best moment for me and i want to agree with you that i agree that's the best part of the movie but just to change things up maybe uh i like james earl jones character um just everything about that character you know he was he was a dick at first and uh, and then uh, you know he fell into uh, into the spell, if you will, and yeah, you know I I just love the whole interaction with James Earl Jones and Kevin Costner, <laughs> where Kevin Costner's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "I want people to leave me alone. I want them to stop coming up to my house." He goes, "No, we're at the concession stand. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, what do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. The worst part. Surely you can't be serious. What do you think the worst part of this movie? I don't know. Or at for, least, for at me, least it's, favorite part, I guess. 
Again, it's it's a point Dexter for me, you know. <laughs> uh, just his attitude, the whole movie and everything, you know, really brings it down. You know, I know they got to have that antagonist in the movie and it has to be him. But, bro, come on. Um, you know, he comes around at the end and everything like that. But, you know, uh, you know, someone dropped my daughter from the back of a shelf. You know, we're going to have some words, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for me the worst part man I don't know I think it was just the fact that uh, it's hard to pick a worst part right <laughs> uh, I gotta go back to you know they needed money um, they still had a lot of crop there but they never um, cut that corn down <laughs> um, <laughs> like they were just worried about that one little section was wasting all their money they had other Parts of their field, but whatever. Yeah, I don't know. That was probably where you know they were. They were maybe growing something illegal on the other side of the farm that we couldn't see. You know, on the other side of the house. So, yeah, you know, uh, you know. yeah, it's, maybe it's, had some shine going. Some. <laughs> it's hard to pick something bad about the movie. And isn't it? it it's you know that's. Uh, I'm wrong. I was thinking Iowa is uh, potato. But no, that's Idaho. Never mind. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about, let's see, changes? If I can change, and you can change, we можете измениться. Everybody can change. What do you think if you could change something? It, it's tough. Um,. I've heard it kind of talked about before, too, is it wouldn't have fit with the times because at times the major league wasn't integrated. But, you know, I would have maybe brought in a Negro League player or two. Now, again, there was Negro Leagues at that time, you know know what I mean? Um, These guys, uh, if you go into that Soul of the Game game, uh, movie, you know, they talk about how, you know, a lot of these players, when it was the off time in the United States, they went and played down in Mexico and, and played together. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these players, you know. So, uh, again. I mean, they could have tied that in with Jamie Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's maybe one thing I would have added, and I, I thought it um, that I thought about and that it would bring, it wouldn't alter the movie or, or mess the movie up. It would, it would still allow the movie to be good. That's a good one. I'm still thinking. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, brother, I have my notes ready, you know? I know. It's, you're, <laughs> you're the good half. I'm the, I'm the willy-nilly guy. Oh, uh, no, I'm what, there. What would this I, be the only time I, I hear that. <laughs> what would I change? I would change their last name. I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> watching this movie, you know, I've seen it a bunch of times. And he said, oh, my name's Ray Casella, Ray Casella. I don't know why in my head I thought uh, the last name started with a C. And I was I was looking up the movie, getting ready for the show, and K, right? it's with the K, and I'm like, and it's Kinsella, K I N S E L L A. I was like, 
I thought it was cuss seller, like the C and no N. Um, and you know, one of the weird things about it, and, and if you're going to pick at anything, it's like, so they went to college in California, then they come back and get a get a farm in Iowa. It's like, it's the farthest away from California, you know what I mean? I know. And that was kind of, you know what I mean? But again, that's, you'd have to very, very be nitpicky. To, to pick out something uh, a bad about this movie. And, and that's, you know, with all the time travel and the ghosts and everything like that, you know? Yeah. It's such a, it's such a beloved movie. It's it's hard to to say anything bad about it. Um, How about the last one? Maybe something fun. Uh, would you like to see a, a sequel, a spinoff, prequel? But what would be fun for you on this one? Again, it it would be hard, right? It would be hard. But again, it's like, what do you bring another set of ghosts out or something like that? Or, you know, where did Terrence Mann go? You know, where did he go and see and what's coming out of that? Mm. You know, it probably goes away from baseball, but, you know, maybe, maybe it does bring in the Negro Leagues. Um, That'd be a good spinoff. Yeah, and... I mean, what I would like to see and, and what I like kind of talked about earlier is people doing game share, you know. Um, even if it's Little League, something like that, like, if my kid's team, which, you know, he's played in in, in um, Disney World and stuff like that and, and gotten to play against teams from Puerto Rico and stuff like that, but if we could go to Iowa... To play like, and and to get it to play a game there, how badass would that be? You mm. know what I mean? Hell yeah, yeah. That's like me wanting to go to Chicago just to go see Soldier Field. <laughs> yeah, I. I'll go one day. I'll go one day. I, I was really planning on going this past year, but when COVID hit, it's like that totally messed things up. Oh. No, dude, I, I, I totally understand. Um, as a kid, the first time I went to Texas Stadium and got to see that hole in the roof and, and I got mm-hmm. to see the Cowboys play on Thanksgiving Day, oh, forget it, man. It, it, was, it was everything to me. The old um, stadium, right? Yes, the old stadium, man. Mm-hmm. That, it, it almost looked like they were on Seaman on the bottom. Um, <laughs> another part as a kid... Um, the first time I went to the Almodome, I mean, not the Almodome, the Astrodome, and and getting to see the Astros there and the Oilers there, and mm. this was, at, you know, this is after I saw uh, Bad News Bears 2 that, that took place there, so um, that was awesome to me, you know, seeing something that big and, and, and that huge and everything like that. Yeah, I wish I could have gone. <laughs> I mean, it's still there, though, right? Astrodome? I I believe it is. I'm I've gone down to Houston and there's actually a park and there's a there's a a set of parks that that play Little League now and they're all called Field of Dreams. Um, now there's a big league Field of Dreams there in Houston and they have a major league replica kind of fields. So they have like a Boston replica, of course a Wrigley Field replica that's there and and those are nice. 
Um, there's another one that's closer to San Antonio and Dripping Springs, and it's called It Was Filled with Dreams. And, you know, that was fun to go play at because that's in it's four or five fields in the middle of farmland. Um, so it's all farmland around you, and it's fun to play out there. Um, no, we, but we talked about uh, movies inspiring stuff. You just mentioned a whole bunch of places called Field of Dreams. Right? Yeah, you know, so, you know, again, this, this movie, when I asked people and, and when I put it out there, this was the movie that touched everybody. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, let's see. Sequel or spinoff for me. Again, I would just like to see what happened next, you know? <laughs> Similar to you. Like, uh, you know, did it turn into a business? Did it turn ugly? Or did they branch out? Did they find a, a ghost football, fee- football field? You know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know, nowadays that's what would have happened, you know? They would have had Field of Dreams uh, football, Field of uh, Basketball Court of Dreams, <laughs> Hockey of Dreams. Uh, I, I, um, didn't, I didn't get a chance to look awesome. it up. I didn't get a chance to look it up, but when I was talking about this movie, someone mentioned that there was something uh, with football with um, the guy from uh, Twilight, the wolf, the guy, the kid that played the wolf. I don't know. No um, way. No. I don't know if it was a movie or like a skit, but uh, there was something to that nature. I got to look that up. Yeah. I mean, it would have went the Airbud route, probably, you know? Yeah, I would have got <laughs> done. Yeah, they kind of did everything with it. Uh, um, another baseball movie that we forgot to mention was uh, The Angels in the Outfield, you know. Ooh, yeah. I, I want to say there was a good first one, and then, you know. Tony Danza. Yeah, with Tony Danza, Danny Glover, you know. He wasn't too old for that shit. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know, JGL hey, doing his thing, you know, a young JGL. Uh, out there, and, and you know, uh, Christopher Lord was in there. You know, Christopher Lord's good in everything he's done. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, Doc Brown. Well, lucky again. It, it was fun again. I just want to say, as this releases out there to all of our friends and all of our family or people that have checked in with us and supported us and talked about the show to us and gave us some feedback and at least put it out there. Thank you. Um, just another Friday night. Last night, they pumped us up and talked about uh, how good of a show and how they're looking forward to our next show. So I appreciate those guys for that. And, you know, I appreciate you for all the work that you've done putting our shirts out there. So that's something we got to we gotta throw out there. You know, go to uh, threeleggedrabbit.com. Yeah, you can find and, them. Uh, now watch this shirt. Yep, now watch this with Lucky and Joe. Find our... Uh... Our merch right now we got shirts i'll come up with some other stuff um you can get that at threeleggedrabbit.com um along with a bunch of other stuff and again we got our facebook group now watch this on facebook look us up check us out give us some um stuff to watch and talk about right? yeah give us some feedback you can always hit us up there uh, then I watch this page. I want to see people on there. I want to see. I want to hear from the fans. I want to hear from the watchers out there. 
Hey, one thing we forgot, we didn't give it our rating, our taco rating. Oh, so let's uh, talk about it. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, man, you know, as, as we failed to, you know, kind of throw any stone at this movie, it might be our uh, per- perfect uh, five out of five tacos. It's definitely up there, you know. It's, if it's not a five, it's a 4.5. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's definitely a, a five taco for me. Maybe no guacamole on there, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely five tacos. Oh, uh, these are definitely, um, barbacoa. There's a side of big red that came with these. <laughs> and, you know, I want to say there's even some banda dulce that's on the side too, because yeah. you know what, this movie hits you everywhere, bro. It gets you all in the feels, and it gets you all feeling right, and it feels like you uh, ate four tacos early on a Sunday morning, and you're ready to take that after taco nap. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, I go. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Like you said, we we get into movies, we get into dad stuff, we get into real talk. Um, but that's what this show is all about. We're we're not a one trick pony here. No man, and uh, yeah, you know, we're having fun, and we definitely want to cover things that you guys want covered. But you know, we're gonna try to tell you what we like, and try to give you uh, some ideas of, of some things that maybe uh, it's on topic, and it's what everybody's doing, or it's gonna be some stuff coming out of left field. So um, please stay tuned. Keep watching. Keep watching, keep listening. Hey, maybe that's it. That's our, that's our outro. Keep watching, yeah. keep listening. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We'll see y'all later. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. Hey, life's a risk, carnal. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? I do a great impression of a hot dog. Billy likes to drink soda. So am I to understand that you men completed your training on your own? That's the fact, Jack! Come on, seriously, who is that? I only came here to do two things, man. Kick some ass and drink some beer. <laughs> Looks like we're almost out of beer. Bro, what's up? What, what, where'd you go buy a La Cantera? Uh, my wife, my wife, my daughter is looking for uh, something. They have a banquet to go to this week, so. That sounds expensive. Uh, no, I just, I don't know. Whenever there's something that she wants a new outfit. Oh, bro, I, well, I do have a younger daughter, but I, I might have a daughter as well. Because my older son's just like that. <laughs> For him, it's sports. It's like uh, anytime he uh, he does something, he's like, hey, uh, can I get that game now? So you didn't get to watch the movie? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I figured I, I, I've seen it many I've seen it many a times and I'm gonna like yeah. I'm gonna have it playing on my phone while we, we run through but <laughs> it's all good, I'm gonna wing it, told you. 
Did you get any feedback on on uh, last week's show or the Godzilla show? Um, just from people we know mutually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once we get a few more in, you know, we'll get it figured out. I mean, I would like to do it together. Since I gotta, I gotta clean this room. I gotta get, <laughs> I gotta get rid of some stuff. That's what I need to do. I got too much stuff in here. It's gonna be a sale, <laughs> bro. You know the vultures will come for you. Yeah. Well, let me get the let me get the movie playing in the background as well. So maybe we could see we could sync that way. But I, I do have my notes that that'll take us through. That'll work. Well, I figure we can uh, start talking about baseball stuff, and then um, you know we, we can run into the movie. Okay. Want to know about your boy and what's going on? You know, what's that? No, I was saying because baseball. Want to know what's going on with your son and stuff? Well, bro, I mean, I see you put on that that Clemens hat just just for uh, <laughs> next week because you know that's where we're going. Man, I, this Friday. It's Tuesday and Friday. Hmm. Tuesday, I believe we play at at your house. I want Friday. We play uh, over here at East Central. I'm still on nights, man. Damn. Yeah, bro, I I know how it is, man. What are you drinking, man? I've got my land shark here. I've got some Modelo. I got this Michelada Modelo. Or something. I feel all like a girl because I go to the store and I buy like a. I'll buy like a Michelob and I'll buy a Modelo and the Modelo's for the wife and the Michelob's for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dude, I got good feedback last week and it was mostly like, hey, y'all were, y'all were pretty funny and and I like people couldn't tell that it was probably like our first time, first or second time talking. Really our first time talking uh, live together. Yeah. I was going to... um. Like all the stuff we were talking before we started, I was gonna put some of that at the end. Um, I just, I just didn't do it. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I might put like some of this stuff we're talking right now. Yeah. At the very end, um, just uh, you know. Well, dude, let me tell you. Yeah. Um, let me tell you about yesterday. It's uh, yesterday. You know, my son plays on uh, Friday nights, and you know, it, they had lost two games in a row. So we lost against um, against the Broncos, and then uh, Smithson Valley, who's the number one team in the district, spanked us Tuesday. Spanked us thirteen to zero Tuesday. So um, I mean, going into Friday, it was uh, you know they had some confidence, but man, their confidence was shot because they had been undefeated in district up until that point, and uh, going into Friday. We had our number one pitcher going. He, this kid pitches awesome. You know, uh, whenever he's pitching, uh, we always have a chance to win. Um, and uh, it, it was close, man. Um, we get, I believe it's the third or the fourth inning, and, and my son's on third base, and 
or earlier he had got on, he walked and he got to second base and he didn't, he wasn't able to come in. He was a little frustrated. Um, this time he gets to third base and uh, we have uh, one of our number one guys on first base and I don't know if he did it on purpose or he did it on accident. He got in a pickle um, so that they could pay attention to him. My son ends up uh, coming in from third base and, and taking a chance and, and scoring at home. Yeah. And it was big for us, man. It was big because uh, it was the first points we scored against them. And uh, the kids were all hyped and pumped up and uh, something they needed. And, and uh, they ended up taking the game, man. They, uh, they beat... Uh, Mr. Valley, four to two. Nice. Type of things, man. Baseball, it's like it's anybody's game. Sometimes it's uh, it's one of those things. It's it's a beautiful game, man. That's why people love it. Yeah, yeah. That's why we're gonna talk about it, bro. I'm ready. All right. Let me get this uh, queued up. 